live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, August 25th, 2022, and this, well, this is episode number 533. Can you guys hear me? I don't know. Look, I'll be honest, we'll probably have tech problems because tearing down the whole studio and taking it out on the the back porch yesterday was, uh, it was fun, don't get me wrong, but a little nerve-wracking because I was like, oh, I'm never going to get all this shit back together and have it working properly. And then there's going to be there's gonna be uh, tech problems and I'm never going to hear the end of it. No. So I'm just anticipating, is, is, is my microphone level okay? Is the, did the, the audio come in okay? I don't know. Did the video play? Who knows? I don't know. We'll get through it together. Welcome to the show. I didn't even know if this microphone was going to work. So um, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Yesterday was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, having my buddy Trey come up and uh, hang out and brought his brother and smoke cigars. If you missed yesterday's show or maybe you're looking for it on podcast or YouTube, haven't had a chance to upload it yet. Uh, he left. I went to a meeting, got home late. I mean, like nine o'clock and, uh, just ate a lot of bad food, McDonald's, and then, um, watch TV and did a little bit of work before going to bed. Uh, and I don't know why, but I have the worst headache today. I almost didn't do the show as Jen, we had a pre-show meeting and I almost just said, screw it. I'm not going to do a show today. But then after telling uh, Trey yesterday about how I try to be super consistent and never miss, I was like, I can't just mail it in over a headache, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty bad. It's, uh, it's not migraine level bad, but it ain't fun. Is it the uh, shoes? Well, it's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, uh, shoes. So, welcome to the show. I, I do have to say thank you to a couple of folks. One, uh, Joey Flapjack. Uh, he's a Twitch streamer, too. But Joey Flapjack resubscribed yesterday. I missed it, but he said, uh, love the show, brother. Appreciate you, Joey. Uh, there's your proper shout-out. I, I didn't get to give you one yesterday, but thank you for the resub for sure. I think I got Hills' resub yesterday. Uh, if I didn't, thank you as well for the three-month resubscribe. Uh, also, thank you to... Uh, Jotham Kitara for the follow. I don't know if I said Joe the Joe Joe Jotham Kitara. I don't know, but thank you for the follow. You know who you are. Uh, Jeff Bell, thank you for the 69 bits five minutes ago. 69, I like. Uh, Jared Taylor, thank you for the 200 bits. Much appreciated as well. 
And we already have a shoe check. Why is the why is my chat not coming in here? Hold on one second. It doesn't look like chat is working on my window. Oh, there we go. DJ Maddie just did it. Uh, thank you for the hundred uh, biddies, DJ Maddie. Newest member of Patreon. Don't worry. Tomorrow I'm gonna take care of you uh, with your proper slide. So we do have a shoe check early. I'm kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Daddy was really hoping that there was a shoe check today. Uh, so heels. You're my guy. I salute you. By the way, I'm gonna. I'm sweating already, so this shirt's just gonna look awful. Um, but I'm glad there was a shoe check today, folks, because because uh, your boy got his new Air Max in the mail that he ordered, and that's what he rocked today. So this is my second set of jewels uh, that I have. I have the black ones that I wore yesterday, the black and white jewels. But uh, yeah, I, I splurged a little. I hadn't bought shoes probably well. Definitely since I was laid off from the radio. So it's been over two years that I've bought a pair of kicks. And, you know, I was like, hey, um, why not? You know, I'll just I'll just try to book a couple extra comedy shows or something. So uh, here we go. That's it. The uh, the jewel Nike Air Max 90s with the blue. And I love the color blue. Duh. Uh, everything that I have or do is bluish in some form or fashion. So there you go. Uh, I like the color of the shirt. Hey, thanks heels. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know what? I got to, you know, I got to match, you know, I'm matchy match. I've been like that since like high school. Uh, third said, don't forget the family jewels. Oh, true. I'd have those jewels as well, but I don't know. Like early on, my sister, and my mom taught me how to dress and taught me to be all matchy match. So Tia, Tia Periwinkle. Did you just call me Aunt Periwinkle? Are you saying that's what the color is? Is this Periwinkle? I don't think this is Periwinkle. Uh, FJ said those are house shoes. You can't take them to the streets. Why? I wear my Air Max 90s everywhere I go. What are you talking about? House shoes. I'm not wearing these around the house. I didn't buy these just to wear around the house. I'm trying to be out in them streets flousing. I got to sneeze. Uh, I got to sneeze. I can't sneeze. I have to sneeze. I can't sneeze. Oh, tis, 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 periwinkle, tis, periwinkle. Is that what color that is? This shirt is periwinkle? I don't believe you. Periwinkle. That's purple. Well, I mean, I guess the periwinkle flower is. Yeah, I'm, I'm so confused right now. Uh, Okay. It's more purple though. Periwinkle is more purple, CC. If I'm if I if my math is correct. Look, here's I've got okay, well that's a big old ass just right up in the never mind the big ass right here that you see, although I I don't mind it. But that's not periwinkle. See, like this is a bluish, that's a that's a purple. That's purple over there. So yeah, this is, I mean, that might be the closest down there, but yeah, that's the, that's all like a uh, purplish. So I don't know. This, welcome to Barry on Colors. Oh, by the way, I called yesterday's show Barry on Porch. Yeah. Instead of Barry on Deck, Barry on Porch. Thought that was pretty clever. Okay. It's not. Uh, people are saying they can't wear uh, white, all white shoes. Hey, listen, you just got to be more careful and uh, you don't hang around ruffians and you'll be good. 
All right, we got a lot to get to today. Don't forget, today is Thursday. So my guy, my buddy, my pal, um, Apollo Dez is going to join me. So Dez from Apollo Media going to be here at 3.15 to talk Astros baseball, to talk MLB baseball. Uh, for once in our life, we actually show prepped, he and I. We actually prepared questions and he can actually prepare his responses so uh it should be good it should be a lot of fun we got out ahead of that today uh for once so that's cool uh, but we got a lot of stuff to get through that we didn't get to yesterday like i said i wasn't really planning on doing what we did yesterday it was uh i was gonna do an actual planned show with topics and then trey was like we doing this i was like i guess we are i hope you guys enjoyed that uh, that was a lot of fun for me i don't know how it came off i know the numbers were down when i I took a peek at one point and it wasn't what I'm used to getting. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. There could be a lot of reasons for that. I just assumed that it was you guys just didn't dig what we were doing. And that's okay, too. Um, but, hey, look, I'm fully expecting, like, one day this just the numbers plummet on this show. And people are like, yeah, I don't give a shit no more about that. I don't want to watch it. So, that's always a concern. Um but I, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was totally different. So I I, I want to do it again. We're actually going to do it again. We already have the date. Uh, he and I talked today and last night. But uh, so we said September 21st. So literally a month from now almost. Um, Trey's going to be back. And we're going to be on the porch smoking cigars and uh, talking shit. And I know it was a lot of comedy talk. Maybe we won't do so much. I don't know if that bores you guys. I know a few of you have said you like listening to me and another comedian talk comedy, but I don't know. I don't know if that's fascinating to you guys or if it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm not a comedian. Just, you know, make me laugh. Dance, little street monkey, go. I don't know. Uh, Cece loved Trey's brother's hands. <laughs> um, Okay. That's super weird, but I, I guess so. I, I didn't even have the chance to ask if they were from the Congo, CC. I guess I, I guess I could have. Uh, it's just it's so big. Uh, Jared Taylor said I dug the show yesterday. It's nice to have an off the wall show every once in a while. Yeah, I, I I agree. And it's you know what my thing is. Chris Reyes says he liked some of the best shows are when you're you have other comics on. Oh, that's cool. I mean Trey's funny, so Trey's gonna make it funny. But you know, I mean some of y'all tune in for sports, and there was. We talk sports, but not a lot. Um, but uh, I forgot the hell I was going to say. Damn it. I don't remember now. I don't know. SVG said, I prefer comedy to sports talk. Okay. I mean, talking shop is, you know, it's fun. But I don't know. I don't know what you guys. I know some people in the past have said they enjoyed it, but I don't know. Uh, it was hilarious and a great show. Comedy talk is great. Because sometimes we get a little too nerdy to like in the weeds on comedy, like talking about green room etiquette and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys dig that shit, but look, I had a lot of fun. Sometimes you got to mix it up, do something different, take some chances. And I'm learning that. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. So we're going to do it again for sure. Uh, we'll just uh, have more um, uh, sports to discuss. Hey, by the way, shout out to everybody listening over on Podbean. I see Chris Reyes, John Dory, Titan Hugo, Truck Driver Pookie, and I see Renee Dodge. Renee, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Uh, in case you haven't heard, uh, this is a Twitch show. We are actually live on Twitch right now. 
But what I do is I also stream the audio for those deckheads that have been rocking with me for a long time that can't really watch live. Maybe some of them drive around all day or whatever. So um, I, I have a live audio stream that folks can listen to on their phone. So that's why we're live on Podbean. But Renee, welcome. Uh, if you want to check out the show, go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Uh, otherwise, just enjoy. We get crazy. We do a lot of weird shit. It's a visual show, but you know. Yeah, most of it's you can just listen to. I curse a lot. That's a that's one thing, Renee, to be concerned about. I do I do say a lot of bad words. Um, I'm working on it. I'm trying to be a better person. Uh, I'm not doing a good job of it. I'm not a I'm not a better person, but I am working on it when I can. A lot of times I'm like I don't want to cuss anymore. Then I'm like fuck it. I whatever. So uh I did get a. Is, is he here right now? He's not. I did get a message from somebody. I won't say who. They got upset with a comment I made about Podbean yesterday. Uh, where I was like, I said, I don't know what I said. I said something snarky about Podbean and they it hurt their feelings. And it wasn't Chris Reyes. They were like, I see how it is. Listen, I just want, again, I want to reiterate one thing about Podbean. Podbean is an extra for this show. This show, Barry on Deck, is a Twitch show. The Podbean is... For those of you that want to support and listen and can't, would I rather you be here? Yes. Do Am I sad if Podbean doesn't work? No. Do I give a shit? No. That's just the facts of it. This is a Twitch show. That's how this show stays going. It's through Twitch and the views and the sponsors and the bits and the subs and all of that other shit. Podbean, I just did for those of you that couldn't watch. So, I'm telling you right now, one thing I'm getting sick of seeing is save the bean. I know it's a bit. I know it's funny, but just God damn it. Just let it die. Just let it die. It goes live. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. This is a Twitch show. And I'm telling you, I'm so close to just saying fuck it. And if you want to listen, listen to audio only. So, but I, Renee, welcome. Uh, come hang out with us on Twitch and you can join the chat. Um, Driving from Southern California to Denver to catch the preseason game, Renee said. Nice. She said, go Broncos. Uh, it's a bucket list thing for my hubby. We've been fans for years, but never been to a game at their home field. Several in Southern California, though, so this is a first. Oh, that's badass. That's badass. Um, So you guys must be super excited about getting Russell Wilson. Yeah, you guys must be super excited. So, um, dope. D-Money, what's up? I'm here, yo. Extra private hour today. Yes, D-Money, we're doing an extra private hour today. Don't forget, for those of you that are members of the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck, uh, I do a private hour uh, for Patreon members only, and that goes down uh, every Thursday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, in an undisclosed location. I'm thinking about moving that, by the way, where I do it from. I'm thinking about moving it right now. We do it uh, on YouTube, but I'm actually thinking about only doing it on Patreon because Patreon has a way to go live. I'm considering that. I'm considering it. Uh, let's see what flower picking uh, deckhead hot their butt hurt. Oh, I don't know. Um, it. I don't want to say any names, Dimana. I mean, we got five people, and if one's not Reyes. True. True, CC. True. Um, 
Thank you for the Patreon shout out, by the way. Next time you and Trey are on the porch in a hot tub, uh, jump in a hot tub and watch the numbers blow up. Yeah, I don't think people want to see that. I mean, I, like I said on the Discord when it was suggested, I don't, uh, I don't even want to see myself. I close my eyes in the shower. I don't want to see myself naked. Nobody wants to see me topless. I'm telling you. I, I mean, I'll show my titty for a hype train every now and then. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. It's pretty fat. I am going to try to start a new diet September 1st. I'm going to do what's called the belly off diet. I've always had good success with that. So I'm going to try that again. Um, every. What do you mean every? I don't know what that means. You just put every. Um, Amos said, did you guys talk or did you talk about Twitch allowing Twitchers to broadcast on YouTube and Facebook live? Unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, from what I heard and saw and read, that is not the case. What Twitch does allow is they will allow you to stream live on other non-traditional live streaming platforms, Amos. So I under as as that's my understanding. In other words, I could stream live on Podbean, which I've been doing anyways, but it's audio only. I could stream live on TikTok. I could go live on Instagram live. I could go live on Twit, uh, Twitter live, which is that a thing still? Can you still go live on Twitter? Can you go live on Twitter? I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. How to go live on Twitter. Okay. So I guess you can't go live on Twitter. I mean, I got, that's my biggest uh, social media platform. <sighs> Maybe I should go live on Twitter. I don't know. I feel like I'd pick up some more. Again, I have to remember this. Like, we tried the YouTube and Facebook angle, and nobody watched on Facebook. And I don't just want to go live on other platforms anymore just to go live. Everything I do needs to be like a business decision, right? Like, is this going to grow the show? For example, now, I don't want to beat a dead horse here or a dead bean, but Podbean does not grow the show per se. Not in a manner in which it's worth the... One, the, 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 the unnecessary chatter in the chat I have to weed through. It's just annoying. Uh, or the complaining about it or the having to acknowledge it or people getting their feelings hurt because I'm not always reading the chat over there. And um, so the, 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 but the, the decisions have to be, if I'm going to do X, if I'm going to go live on Facebook, is that going to help grow the show? Because that's what we need to be doing. That's what, that's the business decisions I need to be making. And that's why I experiment with those. Let's see what happens. And if it does, great. If it doesn't. Now, Podbean is a little bit different because I really just wanted to do that for the diehards and the day ones that either couldn't listen or watch on Twitch and still wanted to be a part of the show in some way and hang out. So that's what that is for. But for the rest, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to go live on Facebook. We didn't have any luck the last time we did it. So, and why would I want to go live on YouTube again? That whole channel has been just like it's shadow banned and it's they like I dude even when I upload the videos they'll get like 20 views even when I do clips they don't do any like that whole channel's just fucked I'm I might as well just start over I might as well just create a new brand new from scratch Barry on deck channel and and screw those 4000 subscribers that are there and I don't know I just this is literally the only platform right now at least Twitch is literally the only platform right now that uh, has proven to, to, to have any success and growth from, a, from an organic standpoint. I mean, you guys obviously coming to YouTube made it huge and grow and everything else. But the fact is, 
since we came to Twitch, the growth has been leaps and bounds better than it was on YouTube. That's not even close. Paul said you can't grow what you don't nurture. Um, but you got to make smart business decisions. By the way, it's partners only that are now allowed on YouTube and Facebook. Oh, there you go. Chris Reyes says this is a Twitch-based show. Uh -huh. Hell no, it must have been bandwagoned-ass Total Dallas. What, they complained about the Podbean? No. It wasn't a, a regular. What's up, E2D? Um, but I 99% of the time listen here on Twitch. That's dope, Jared. I'm glad. He said the bean is great because it doesn't require as much data and the show doesn't lag when driving around. Well, and that, again, that's why I have it. But it really does nothing for the show other than allows a few of you guys that I value to be able to listen. And I value everybody. And that's the point, though. That I'd rather you be able to listen than not. Um, Yes, you can, says Jay Cross. Well, let's just Google it because I got, I got in an argument again with somebody else about this yesterday. Twitch says you can now stream on YouTube also. Twitch is lifting its exclusivity agreement that prevents its partners from streaming on other services. The company said in an email to partners on Tuesday. Okay, so that was to partners. I'm an affiliate. When we first developed a partner program, we felt it was important for streamers to focus solely on Twitch for live streaming. We still believe that Twitch is the best place for creators to build and engage with community. We also recognize that the digital landscape has changed since we first introduced the partner program and that many of you engage with the communities in many different places. So we're updating our policy. Twitch clarified that it doesn't allow simulcasting on web-based Twitch-like services that support streaming for extended periods of time, such as YouTube and Facebook. Because it believes that engaging with two streams at once can lead to suboptimal experiences for viewers. However, the company says it's aware that some partners want to use other services to grow their community. So simulcasting on TikTok and Instagram live is allowed. I rest my case. So, uh, so apparently, apparently, you still can't even do it as an affiliate. So suck a fart, Twitch. I mean, uh, no, I don't want to start a whole bleep Twitch thing like I did YouTube. That wasn't conducive to a good channel but right here like i said i don't know why you guys ever doubt me trey said now about this hot tub trey if you don't kiss my ass i am not getting in the hot tub with you first of all you will fart in the hot tub trey i know damn well trey's a, a pool peer and a hot tub farter i guarantee you trey pees in the pool 100 percent uh rev says uh affiliates can too we could always just not at the same time um they just gave partners the rule Ah, uh, again, so here we go. Um, this, this is the one right here. Read that. Twitch clarified they don't, it doesn't allow simulcasting on web-based Twitch-like services, such as YouTube and Facebook. Again, well, you guys are going to stop doubting my, my uh, business acumen when it comes to this. I know what I'm doing, folks. I know what I'm saying. I know what I read. I know what I watch. It does say, however, the company says it is aware that some partners want to use other services like TikTok and Instagram Live. There you go. Y'all need to wear Speedos in the hot tub tray. Okay, listen, this whole, this whole hot tub nonsense, that's not happening. You can start a hashtag all you want. You can start a hashtag all you want. I'm not getting in a hot tub with Trey on a stream. Maybe. I don't want to show my titties is what I'm saying. You guys got to pay for that. I'm, listen, I'm not just some 
some little raggedy ass street hoe out here just, just showing my titties for a nickel. I'm not doing that. Trey Tub on deck. Uh, stop it, Wallace, with your stupid Trey and Mary hot tub hashtag. Stop this nonsense right now, chat. Stop it. I need to wear Speedos. Demata, just say you want to see my dick. Just say you want to see my dick, bro. That's Demata is the only one that even brought into the account Speedos. Just say you want to see my penis. Now Barry's going to have a hot tub of thought. I promise you not. I promise you not. Oh, scary ass Barry. No, I would never. See, that's the thing, Truck Driver Pookie. That's hilarious. I would never wear a shirt into a hot tub or a pool. No way. Never. Never. Demata said, I got 100 bucks if you and Trey do it. Okay. Well, first of all, I can't be bought. I could totally be bought. Uh, however, not for $100. If I'm going to reveal my fat man titties, you think a hundred bucks is going to do it? No. Donna, I'm not wearing a t-shirt like the fat kid at the public pool. It's like, I don't want people to see how fat I am, bro. Your shirt is wet. It sticks to your fat and your titties. You're not hiding anything by wearing a t-shirt that gets wet in the pool. I don't know who told fat kids that that was okay. Like, if you want to do that, Wear like a trash bag, excuse me. Like wear a sweater like Trey did in the goddamn heat yesterday. Trey is the only person I would know. Maybe Bryson. If Bryson's like that too. But Trey shows up in August 24th. What is the average temperature? What is the average temperature in August in Houston, Texas, the average temperature is 91 degrees. I don't know if that's, uh, but yesterday it was 96 yesterday. And he shows up in a wool sweater, like a cardigan. A hundo works for strippers. Do it, Barry. Alex, I'm not some, I'm not a little cheap ass hoe. I'm not some hoe that, you know, Trey's dad can just pimp like that. No. Because for me, to said, what did I walk into? Everyone's trying to see uh, Trey's and I uh, penis in a hot tub or something. So Mark said it's 91 right now. It's because it's, it's cloudy. Trey said, popular demand, Barry. Don't chicken out. Show us that llama sack. Bro, first of all, do y'all think that my jokes about my the size of my penis is just jokes? There's some truth in that. I'm not showing you my little ding dong. I don't think so. I don't, I'm not, no. My oldest always wears sweaters. That's super weird. Super weird. Deckhead's plotting a fundraiser to send you a tub fam. No, if you guys here, here's, I'll tell you what. Okay. I'll tell you what. I will agree. All right, here we go. You ready? You ready? Breaking news. I will agree to do a hot tub stream with Trey in a Speedo, but I might, I might put a sock in it, but you guys have to actually get a real hot tub installed at the house, like a full on ass hot tub, like 
Uh, if I, I sh like Nora and I, before I lost all my jobs and went broke, I'll show you the, one of the pool designs we had. Okay. And then if you guys want to step up and make this part of the pool a reality. Oh, hundred percent. I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. This is, uh, this was one of the pool. Let's see. This was one of the pool designs we had. Now this, again, this was back when I had a job. There's no way we're getting, uh. Uh, uh, a pool now. Uh, we're, we don't have pool money anymore. So there you go. If you guys want to just have the hot tub part, just just this part, you guys pay for that. Have it installed. I'll do a hot tub. I'll do a I'll do a hot tub stream every every week for a year. No, no. Trey said, "I had to have a speedo, dude. Do you need a hot tub cam?" I mean, dude, what I did yesterday, I just took my, um, actually, I took that camera. Dude, I always need cameras, though, because, Ray, I'm telling you, I'm seriously, seriously, seriously trying to get to the point where, you know, Ray, we have that spot in the house that goes upstairs to the attic. I really want to build that out to be storage in a studio. I really want to move this out of my office and up there. So I don't know what kind of cameras I would need or what, but, yeah, that's always on. E2D says Amazon has one. Has one what? Jay Cross said, just use your neighbor's hot tub. Are you guys not getting this? Are you not picking up what I'm putting down, Jay Cross? I'm trying to get a hot tub out of the deal. Nora really wants a hot tub. More so than a pool. I wanted a pool because I want to be able to swim laps and work on the guns and the and the gut. It's a good exercise for old people. You know, we got brittle bones. When you're fat and old, you swim. I mean, you sink, but you try to swim. Um... Raya said, "Will you write your names on our bodies?" Okay, this conversation is over. Can we do some? This I'm 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 out on all this bullshit. Let me let me let me plug some shit. Okay, let me plug some shit. Uh, okay. First of all, Barry, you're rich. No, I'm not. Uh, I explained how I have this house. Definitely not rich. And then he said, "Why don't you go back to Halliburton?" Uh, E2D, I don't think you understand. If I go back to Halliburton, this show's over. The day that I come on the show and go, guess what, guys? I'm going back to Halliburton as a project manager will be also be the day that I say, oh, and by the way, this show was, it failed, and that's why I'm doing it. And that's, I will end the show. I'm not, I'm not going to be doing both. There's no way. Not that. I would do like radio and TV in this. Uh, Barry makes me want to do the interruption live on Twitch in a hot tub. I would never do that with you, though. I would be fully clothed. You could be in the hot tub on the stage. I think you should stream the interruption. I think that would be a dope idea, Trey. Why wouldn't you? That's super smart. Nobody's out here streaming their live comedy shows. Trey, we, you just had a brilliant idea, bro. We need to make this happen. We need to figure out, although I don't really fuck with Gendron and, and anymore. He and I had a falling out. Oh, you're not doing it with him anymore. Bro, we need to start streaming when you're moving, too. Fuck. We should make that happen, though. That's a good idea. Stream a live comedy show once a month online. That'd be dope. Okay, now you guys are just out of control in the chat, and I'm ignoring you. Uh, this is getting ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, all right, so real quick, I do want to say... And by the way, uh, good to see Ray back in as well. 
shout out to Ray. Uh, Lucio, my brother-in-law, went out and let me know that he got uh, he got him a copy of uh, not a copy, a bottle of the uh, Prideful Goat Berry on Deck uh, single barrel release. There are some left. He said there wasn't a lot. He said there wasn't a lot left. Somebody, uh, who was it? It was Josh Rapp, old uh, Usual Suspects listener, also messaged me and said I had to tell him to go get a box from the back. To bring it out. So, look, it, it was rare to begin with. It was a single barrel. In fact, you can see the top of the barrel right there that those of us who went and did the selection, we had five to choose from. We picked the barrel that was going to represent Barry on Deck as a prideful goat release, and it's out. However, there's they're running out. And when they are gone, this is legitimately it. They will be gone. So if you needed another bottle, you already drank yours, you can only get it at the Smith uh, at the Specs on Smith downtown, and or the Specs in Webster. That's it. Those are the last two places. Uh, Trey and I shared some uh, a bottle yesterday. Um, it's really good. So uh, go get it. Go get it. There are, there are some left, but not a lot. And when they're gone, they're gone. So and you know, look, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, your release didn't sell out. What? How? I know a ton of alcoholics. Most of most of the people that watch this show have a drinking problem. Mark said, will they deliver to the Woodlands? I don't think they will. In fact, DJ Maddie ordered thinking they would deliver. And then they were like, sorry, we don't deliver alcohol. So now he's got to go pick it up. So no, but you can go downtown. It's not that far. It's downtown. Uh, Ray said, how many bottles were made for Barry on deck? Um, I don't know. He told me at one point how many bottles they get out of a barrel. But I don't remember. But I want to say it's like uh, less than. It's like I don't remember how many cases. I would have to ask. I want to say it was like 172 or something like that. But I could be off. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Um, shit, I'm gonna need another one soon. Might make a trip this weekend. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I may have to go buy an extra myself. But there's 147 Wallace. I think he just made that up. Anyone near there want to pick me up a bottle and I'll send you the money. Uh, Posh said, I don't have a problem with drinking. I'm good at it. Yeah, most of you are. Uh, all right, so Perry said, I got a bottle left. Might make a trip downtown. Dope, I appreciate that. Um, I'm hoping that they that they move. And yeah, like I said, if downtown is out, you may have to drive down to... Um, <laughs> definitely made that up, Wallace said. 169 like uh you have to go to webster and then that'll be it and they'll be gone once they're gone at those two stores they're out rayford gone so now there's smith street and um webster all right let's do this let's do some sports headlines talk some sports we didn't do it much yesterday so let's do it all right here's your sports headlines for the day Hold on, my phone is going crazy, and I don't know why. Oh. Oh, man. This is... Hmm. This is disturbing. Okay, that's weird. 
it's not good. All right, here's your sports headlines. Sorry, guys. That was super. Man, look how. Look, daddy's underarms are already sweaty. Jesus. And I'm inside. I got to get back on the deodorant regiment. All right. Uh, man, we already lost 10 view. One sixth of our viewership. Really? You guys are fickled. Get my number from someone off Discord. Uh, at Free Reyes. Patience, sir. Uh, here's sports headlines. They, the Lakers have uh, traded for Pat Beverly. I don't. That's interesting. I, when I saw the deal go down, they, who they they um, they traded uh, Taylor Horton Tuck. What the hell's the dude's name? Yeah, Talon Horton Tucker. It sounds like a that sounds like a Disney movie. What's that? There's a movie. that's like. I don't remember what it was. Horton had a clue or some shit. I don't remember. But uh, Taylor Horton Tucker and a forward Stanley Johnson, they moved to the Jazz for Pat Beverly. So I think uh, I think what this means is that the Lakers didn't feel old enough and they, they needed to get older. Uh, actually, I think this is GM LeBron just saying, hey, we need to get more. Um, we need to get more veterans. We need to get more depth. Yes, Horton hears a who. Thank you. That's what it was, Wallace. Horton hears a who. That's what it reminds me of. Horton hears a who. Which is, by the way, I don't even know what that means. Horton hears a what? What's up, Richard Vales? Uh, Burial Deck meetup at Specs on Saturday. I wish. I got a gig in, uh, what's it called? Bass Dropper, I would. So, Pat Bev becomes, a, the, the Jazz trade him to L.A. How old is Pat Beverly now? I'm, I'm just curious what the average age I know the Lakers are the oldest team in the NBA, but did they they just got older, right? Pat Beverly is how old do you guys think he is without looking? Quick. One, two, three. How old is Pat Beverly? Uh let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm not gonna let you Google this, hoes. I'm not gonna Google this and then pretend like you're smart in the chat. Dude's 34 years old. 30 you took too long. But Perry, there's a delay. Don't give a shit. Truck driver Pookie got it in on time. 34 years old. Uh, I, I don't really know what the, what the, what's the point, right? Now, didn't he and Russ, they kind of hate each other. So why is this, what, what, wasn't he the one that got Russ hurt one year? He blew his knee out uh, at, a, at a timeout, going for the basketball, being Pat Bev, being an asshole. So now they're teammates. Is this is this a backup plan for when they finally move Russ? Because that I think that's inevitable. Maybe that's what it is. Well, we'll have Pat here. He can integrate himself into the team early, and then when we finally do agree on a deal to move, um. To move Russ, we'll have our point guard that we'll need. I mean, Pat Beverly is a shell of what he was when he was a Rocket and a Clipper. And even as a Clipper, he tailed off significantly. So it's not the same Pat Beverly, I get it. It's depth. He's a role player now. But I'm seeing headlines that say like, oh, Pat Beverly versus Russ Westbrook. Lakers teammates are past their beef. They're only, let's be honest, they're only past their beef because they're teammates now. 
guarantee you. They are only past that because they are teammates now and they have to be past it. But once Russ is traded to wherever he ends up this year, he can go back to hating Pat Bev and Pat Bev will go back to hating him. I promise you. There's never going to be love lost. Both of those, as as you know, both of those guys are hotheads. Both of them have a temper and both of them seem like they would hold a grudge until the end of time. And trust me, as a grudge holder, I can spot one a mile away. So it's an interesting move. Um, But yeah, difference between enzymes and hormones. You can hear enzymes. What the fuck are you talking about, heels? Pat's never won anything. Well, that's true. Oh, they needed someone that at least looks like they're trying to play defense. I mean, he is the overall skills champion of the NBA. Well, he was. Dude, wouldn't that be great, Truck Ever Pookie, if they ended up fighting? Because you know teammates get heated. Russ, Russ will get into it with some folks. Wouldn't that be great if they squabbed right there on the floor? Same side, same team. So there you go. That's the big news. Uh, the Thunder rookie Chet Holmgren is going to miss the entire 2022-2023 season. Got injured in a Pan Am game. Isn't that what he was playing? Hold on. What was it? Uh, yeah, a Pro-Am. Not the Pan Am, stupid ass. Pro-Am. Foot injury. Liz Frank injury, wasn't it? Yep, a Liz Frank injury to his right foot. Number two pick in the NBA draft. Playing in a Pro-Am. Done. Done. Uh, Heels is drunk. I have no idea what Heels is talking about. <laughs> so, that's weird. All right. Uh, Tom Brady is expected to play for the Bucks in the final preseason game. Uh, does anybody know why... Um, did they say why he had left? I didn't read the article. I saw the headline. Let's see what it says. Todd Bull said everyone who is healthy will play. Brady has returned this week from an 11-day absence to tend to, quote, personal issues. They didn't say what, so. All right, but he's going to play. He's back. To me, that sounds like, that sounds like, we just didn't think Tom needed to be out there. I mean, he knows how to play this game. He didn't need to participate in all this, all the rigmarole of a preseason football. Yeah, maybe he did have something personal. I don't know. Part of me wants to believe it was something personal. Part of me thinks that it was, I don't need to do this shit. I'll be back and, you know, I'll play in the last game. We'll get on the same page. We can move forward. But can I just have two weeks off? I mean, I'm old. And I'm the GOAT. But he's back. So if you're a Bucks fan, you got to be happy. Uh, Yankees have placed Nestor Cortez on the injured list with a groin injury. Pretty interesting there. Is it already three G's? And uh, Cowboys Tyron Smith facing surgery for a torn hamstring. Could be back by December, though. So bad news, Cowboys. Sorry for that. And a jury has awarded Vanessa Bryant $16 million over crash photos that were shared by first responders to the uh, Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. And good for her. And shame on them. 
And I hope that teaches everybody a lesson. Now, that $16 million didn't come out of their pocket. I'm sure the police force had to pay for it, which I think is bullshit. Because in the end of the day, that's just taxpayer money. But I think you got to personally hold those guys responsible. Now, that's an assumption on my part. Maybe they they are on the hook for that. Uh, let me read the rule. Let's see. Vanessa was awarded $16 million as part of a $31 million jury verdict Wednesday against Los Angeles County. Yeah, for deputies and firefighters sharing grizzly photos of the NBA star. Their 13-year-old daughter and other victims killed in the 2020 helicopter crash. Yep, nine juries unanimously agreed with Vanessa Bryant and her attorneys that the photos invaded her privacy and caused emotional distress. She cried quietly, cried quietly as the verdict was read. It took four and a half hours to deliberate. Um, yeah, and we learned from Trey that yesterday was uh, Kobe Bryant day. She's like, said, where are my freaks at? What's up, Sean? Good to see you, buddy. So, um, yeah. At the end of the day, it's 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 taxpayer, taxpayer money. I think that those guys should have been personally and financially liable and responsible. Because what does it teach them? Well, if I if I screw up, the county's gonna pay for it. That's what that that's all that means. So sucks. Uh it was shitty. So I'm glad that she was um, compensated for the, the the trauma because, you know, I'm not one of those cats that a lot of times when I see um, lawsuits where they're like, oh, emotional distress. I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh, I just, I need money. I need money so much because I'm, I'm hurt. And I get it. You want to make people suffer, but. Didn't the other family get like $14 million? I don't know. Uh, it said part of a $31 million settlement. So it, maybe it says in the article. Yeah, I don't see any other numbers thrown out other than right there at the beginning. But that wouldn't surprise me. And 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 they should. You know, like the pilot and, and everybody else. They should. They absolutely should. Uh, everybody should have been compensated for an egregious, an egregious and disgusting invasion of privacy. Everybody should have been compensated. Frivolous. This wasn't frivolous. I'm saying that there are. But yeah, that's that's a good word for it. Because like, uh, there was a concert the other day. I was listening to the news while I was feeding the cats. And I hear this, they said, oh, there was a concert and people thought, that someone was shooting and they weren't shooting. It was just a noisemaker. It sounded like somebody was shooting. And then the first interview was, I am emotionally distressed now and traumatized uh, because I thought we were, I thought I was going to die because there was the sounds of what could have been gunfire. And I'm like, Oh, I know where this is going. This person's about to try to sue. This person's about to try to get paid for some asshole in the crowd playing sounds like a like a like gunfire. Like, oh, okay. It's look, I'll be honest with you. It's the same thing that happened in the Travis Scott case here in Houston when the Astroworld concert resulted in the deaths and, you know, injury of a lot of people. Heck yeah. There were a lot of people that 
said they were there and maybe they were that probably, and I'm just going to make the assumption, probably were not affected, but realized this is a lawsuit and I can get in on this and get me some money. And that's the disgusting part. That's how people be, man. That's the world we live in. That is the world we live in now. Hey, Sean hates stuff. Thank you for the resub, man. Much appreciated. Sean just resubscribed for six months. Hot damn, Sean. Thank you, buddy. All right, coming up in about 15 minutes, Apollo Dez. Uh, Dez from Apollo Media going to join me. We're going to talk some MLB, Astros, baseball. Um, some of the questions I have for him in regards to this weekend series with the uh, Twins. I also want to get his thoughts on what's the better home run race right now. Don't answer, chat, but I want to get his thoughts. Is it Judge or is it Pujols? Who's the better home run race? Because for a while, it was Judge. I'm not so sure now. It's still intriguing. But I'm not so sure. Uh, so there you go. So that'll be uh, that'll be in about 15 minutes. Apollo Dez is going to join me here at uh, 3.15. At the quarter past hour. What's up to everybody on Podbean, DMAC, Titan, Hugo, John Dory, Chris Reyes. So we have lost Renee. She has bailed on us. And yeah, Renee said fuck this show. Um... Oh, yeah, D-Mac does have a good point. Those guys will probably get fired. What's up, Dre? Good to see you, famo. Thanks for being here. Uh, I like that you found a doctor emoji. That's pretty dope. Stethoscope. Um, D-Mac is right, though. That Those guys should lose their jobs. They should be fired. Heck, yeah. See? But still, if that's the worst thing that happens to them, they got off easy for what they did. Rob, thank you for the resub, buddy. Rob said, I'm back, bitches. I never heard of it. Wrong one. I meant to hit this. I'm back, bitches. Who the fuck is that guy? Damn it, Rob. That's my bad. I'm back, bitches. Pull up your pants. No, shit. I'm back. Rob's like, I'm back. Okay, I give up. I can't find the right button. I'm sorry, Rob. Thank you for the reset, though, buddy. Six months. That's crazy. Ever tried Kroger fried chicken? Don't, Shock says. No, why would you? No, God, no. There's plenty of good fried chicken places to go. Why? No, Lord, no. Don't do that. Terrible. What's up, Jim? Good to see you, buddy. What's up, Ivan? Everybody's showing up all of a sudden here. Uh, this is wild. Look at everybody. This is in. Philip Barnard said, I'm curious what Des thinks about the schedule change for next year where every team plays each other at least once. Like NBA style rules, we'll uh, we'll ask, we'll ask Carthrop. Don't let me forget. Uh, I will put it on the rundown, and if we have time, we'll uh, schedule change for twenty twenty three. If we don't get to it today, uh, we can certainly hit that next week, Rob. So just remind me, and if you're here, we'll do it then. Uh, so there you go. Um. Maybe Pujols borrowed Tatis's face cream. Was it face cream? I thought it was like uh, ringworm cream. Isn't that what he said? He's like, I got ringworm. That's why I'm big and strong now. MLB schedule stuff sucks. Less interleague, please. What's wrong with interleague? Baseball's baseball, especially now that there's universal DH. What's wrong with interleague? 
Why wouldn't you want the White Sox playing the Cubs or the Yankees playing the Mets or the Rangers uh, playing with themselves? Why wouldn't you? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Shock, you're an old man. You and Andy Huggins, you baseball traditionalist. I love the game of baseball, but spice it up a little. Make me want you, right? It's like a marriage. Put on some lingerie, baseball. Don't just show me your titties and your, your gooch. Make me work for it. Make me want it. Spice it up. What do you mean we're playing the National League East? All right. Can't wait. Don't just, you know, bend over and go to me and show me your b-hole. Not interested in that. Make me want it, baby. Make me. Bah! I mean, shoot. It's not working. I thought I remapped my, oh, it is working. I just don't have it on. baseball you're so silly don't just show me your schedule make me want it make me need it make me work for it don't just be like here's my titties Sexy song. Give me a little dance. Chuck <laughs> Darapuki said, pull out the hot tub. Man, if you don't shut your bitch ass up about this stupid ass hot tub. Heck yeah. What the hell? Christy, thank you for the resub, sweetie. Christy has been subscribed for five months. Thank you, Christy. You're the best. Uh, Rob Manfred just got a raging simmy. Is, that, is there such a thing? If it's a simmy, is it raging? I don't think that's how simmies work. I think you need to do your research, Jim. All right. Let's talk about dad of the year real quick. Before Apollo Dez joins us at uh, 315. This man right here on your screen. Should have never been allowed to have kids. Fuck this dude as a staff, record label, and as a crew. This guy is a humongous piece of shit. He's a terrible person. And I know you're like, you don't know him. Fuck him. I don't need to know him. The fact that this asshole. Heck yeah. Thank you, Ray. Oh, uh, Mark G just gifted out a sub. Let's go. Thank you for the gift of sub, Mark G. Uh, look at that. Ray Lucio just got a gifted sub. What's up, fam? This guy actually goes to a Browns game with a sign that says, fuck them hoes, and has his son, his impressionable young son, holding a sign that says, free Watson. What an absolute complete piece of shit what a what a complete piece of garbage this dude is like really dude you're talking about 23 to 25 human beings and we're just gonna say fuck them hoes oh but it's funny it's ironic it's hilarious no it's not and that's a real kid 
who looks up to you, who thinks his dad can do no wrong. And this is the impression that you have, that you give him. What a, what a, what just a garbage ass human being. I wish they would find out who it was. I would, I mean, I don't want to dox the dude. Uh, Joel, buddy, thank you for the 50 bits, by the way. Much appreciated. He can't say shit when the school calls him, right? Yeah, don't say, what do you mean my son was was a was a inappropriate or was an asshole or was a bully? Like this is what the this is the shit you're fostering, you garbage ass human being. Just, I mean, it's ridiculous. I heard it was his little brother from Big Brothers and Sisters. CC. Please tell me that's not true. That's even worse. Holy sh oh my god. Philip said that dude's the poster child for uh, birth control. Everybody's like, poor Jen. She's just like, guys, uh, not all Browns fans are assholes and idiots like this. Oh, Jim on Sports says he's already been doxxed. Ooh, let's go find it. Dad says, fuck them hoes. Watson sign. Cleveland Browns fan had his son hold up a disgusting sign. Browns fans makes child hold free Watson sign. Jim Haslam is to blame for the vile t-shirt. I don't know what that is. Pathetic internet blasts of father, son, social media reacts. Uh, I see on Daily Snark they have an article. Papa Mace? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't see it. Interesting, though. Uh, his name is Scotty Weaver. He's an MMA fighter in Cleveland. Oh, first of all. I should have known by the fucking calf tattoo. Hey, I got barbed wire on my calf. I'm ready for a I'm ready for a, a smoker fight. He deleted his IG and his Twitter. He should delete his rights to being a fucking parent. Asshole. Let me see. Scotty Weaver Browns. Oh, Cleveland degenerates off to disgusting start. That was on outkick the coverage. Uh, Scotty has since deleted his Twitter. The sign he's the sign hasn't found many supporters amongst Cleveland fans. There's another one that said, look at this. Jen, what is wrong with your people? Why is this a thing? Oh my God, Jen, what is going on with your folk? Jen, Jen, come get your folk. Bitch, give me a massage. Oh my God. And this is why dudes are like, ah, that's super funny. No, it's really not. It's not. And you're 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 a terrible person for that. This guy came and told his Eagles fans to turn their shirts inside out for wearing Bill Cosby on their shirts with no more happy endings. They were reluctant, but this guy wasn't having it. Thank you, Browns. What? This guy came and told these Eagle fans to turn their shirts inside out for wearing Bill Cosby on their shirt with no more happy endings. Okay. 
People are just so fucking stupid. No, Jen, these are 100% your people. 100%. These are all all, all your people. Uh, yeah, so the dude is, yeah, okay. He deleted his Twitter and they found out. First up, uh, Scotty Weaver is an MMA fighter. What's, what's Scotty's? Yeah, that's, that kid's definitely going to roofie a girl. Say, what's up, dude? What's up, SVG? Um, Scotty Weaver MMA. Let's go find his uh, sure dog profile. If Scotty Weaver doesn't have a sure dog profile, then he's not a real MMA fighter. Oh, shit. He has a sure dog profile. Oh, big surprise. Scotty Weaver's 0 and fucking 2. 44 years old. He's 0 and 2. He fought in 2007, lost via submission. This is a guy that all he does is go in and punch the bag because the bag Bag doesn't hit back. CC! Thank you for the resub, sweetie. Six months. You're a champion in my eyes, CC. So this this garbage-ass human being here, everyone claims he's a uh, MMA fighter. He's 0-2, and he, he was submitted and then technically submitted, which means he passed out. They choked his ass to sleep. So he lost in 2007, thought he would make his big comeback, and then it took, it took a minute less to get him out of there. So, yeah, I think it's clear to say that uh, this, this guy sucks in a lot of different ways as being a human being and as a fighter. A lot of people can say they fight MMA. That doesn't make them so. And it doesn't, I mean, like, yeah, fuck this dude. <sighs> Ray, that's funny. Oh, and three, because he lost this one too. <laughs> well done, Ivan. Take a lap, buddy. Take a lap, my friend. Uh, take a lap. All right. Now we got that out of the way. Let's get rid of this. Uh, we all, let's see. Done. Done. Uh, one more time. Shout out to everybody listening on Podbean. D-Max and his Jen from Cleveland. She's from Ohio. Yeah, she grew up a Browns fan. Uh, so she had a sad childhood. Uh, she was a sad person growing up, you know, because the Browns but yeah she's she's from Ohio I don't know is it Cleveland Jen you're not from Cleveland right I thought it was like it'd be like she's like from like Hockley but she claims Cleveland because it's close I guess I don't know we'll figure it out all right it is about that time you guys it is uh one of my favorite times of the week uh because y'all know I love me some baseball and you know I love talking baseball. And there's really oh Jen says she's from Youngstown, by the way. Uh yeah, so there you go. Not not is Youngstown like right outside of Cleveland? I don't know. I, I don't know geometry, so I have no idea. Um, but I love talking baseball, and there's really nobody better to do that with. I, I dare I say in the city, nay, maybe the country. I'm hyping you up, big dog. You better come. No. <laughs> Join me on the program like he does every single week uh, to talk MLB baseball, Astros baseball, and hell, all things baseball and sports and fun. My guy, Dez from Apollo Media. Dez, what's up, homie? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm fantastic. Couldn't be better, man. Uh, look at you all fancy. Someone's had meetings today. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I get to do content. 
finally. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? This is your content outfit? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was in meetings all day now. Oh, you get content. Yeah, I got you. I was like, oh, he's got a little content outfit. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, look at you all fancy pants stuff. I like it. At least you're not wearing a jacket. That's good. Uh, all right, let's get to it, man. Like we do every single week, talk some Astros baseball. I, we, I, I told the, I told the chat, I was like, this time we actually did some show prep. We bounced off some different things. So let's get to it. Let's get through it. Uh, first things first. And after last night's performance, I thought about this and I was like, I'm so glad this is a, a Wednesday game and Dez is on the show tomorrow. Cause I really want to ask him about this. Cause I, I started thinking about it. Framber Valdez is having an unbelievable season. They made the point that, you know, this is now 20 consecutive or 21 consecutive quality starts in a row, which is a record for the Astros. Uh, a, you know, beat out some big names on that list, including Verlander and others. Is Framber Valdez underrated, underappreciated, both or neither? What say you, Des? I think both. Um, it was a really good question. I actually finished a recording of Beyond the Diamond, and I was like, "This is such a good question, Barry." Did you steal my shit? Did you I, st- I, I did. I did. But I, <laughs> but I plugged you. Bitch. Oh, you but I, pl- I plugged you. Go, I plugged your go. show, your Twitch, everything. Yes. Thank you, buddy. Um, because I, I think, I think it was a, a Jekyll and Hyde scenario with Framber Valdez for so long that I think all of us as fans collectively, like, he has the stuff. Like he has the the dirty sinker, he has the cutter, he has the cur- he has all these different things. It just never came together. It, it, we saw the walks, we saw all this stuff, and then he got the sports psychologist. And then I think you have to give some roses to Dusty Baker because he's treated Framber Valdez like a workhorse and like a pitcher from the '90s and 2000s. Like he's going out there throwing 110, 112 pitches. He's let him go out, and you don't see that anymore. And I think that's got to give him a ton of confidence on top of getting the mentals right. And we're seeing that development of Framber Valdez into the franchise today. And 21 quality starts beat Mike Scott's record. So I think he's underappreciated and uh, underrated. underrated because I, there needs to be a conversation had that JV and Framber of 2022 is not – Cole and JV of 2019 with all the strikeouts, but they're pitching pretty damn good to start having a conversation of like, hey, this one twos is up there. Yeah, they're not getting all the strikeouts like in 19, but they're pitching the damn ball. They're pitching uh, like artists. And I think that's something that needs to be appreciated in the city. Totally agree. And I think that, you know, used to, like you said, it was that Jekyll and Hyde. You're always like, oh, what, 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 which, which Valdez is going to show up this game? And can he get through the, the missteps that every pitcher is going to have? And, you know, it's the difference between watching Verlander give up a solo home run and then bounce right back and strike out the side and get out of the inning and, you know, go seven, go seven strong for the rest of the game and win three to one, as opposed to that causes a collapse at that point, which used to happen on occasion with Framber when he would lose his control mentally as well. So, um, yeah, I think all that's true. And, and you brought up an interesting point about going deeper into games. Follow-up, how much of that do you think is some influence from Justin Verlander and his longevity game-to-game and how deep he'll go in and his pitch count? Because a lot of these guys do look up to him. And maybe Framber does too. Do you think that that has an effect on on how deep he goes into games this year, or is that a dusty thing? Yeah, 
I think it's a, a mixture too. I mean, whenever you have a guy like Justin Verlander in your pitching meetings, and um, I think Rosenthal had a really good article that showed the human side of Verlander for the first time in twenty something years, uh, telling them like, hey, he's he's more approachable in the locker room. He's he's being a better teammate. He's doing all these things. Not that he was like uh, just you know on an island, but Justin Verlander, when you're the best of the best. Like, it comes with a lot of respect there. And I could be a lot like, Hey, you know, I'm going to do my own thing over here when I, it's my time to go to work. I'm going to, I'm going to shove. But I think seeing that side of Justin Verlander is probably going to help these guys for the foreseeable future, because he's another brain you can just pick and learn from and grow from. And I think it's huge. And um, I think we saw it the other day when Verlander got pulled with a no hitter going, um, and someone got a screen grab on AT&T, and I retweeted. I don't. I can't remember who tweeted it. Uh, but he's talking to the younger pitchers, and they're just all like, it's like a counselor telling stories. They're just all listening to him. And he just, I think someone put in the comments, like, I'm worried about this. And he pointed to his elbow. And I was like, wow. Like, all these guys are like, right after fresh off the start, he has six innings of no-hit ball, and he's putting like, hey, I'm getting geared up for October. Who cares about, you know, a potential no-hitter? I think that's special, and I think it's it's only going to elevate all the guys. I think Luis Garcia and Javier and Lance bouncing back from an injury, like it's it's going to be awesome. I think this we'll rotation. see it pay dividends for a long time. I mean, yeah. the, the the fact that Fremer is what he is, and with Lance McCullers coming back, and if he can get back to form, that's a really formidable one, two, three going into the postseason, and one that like again, and it a lot of it depends on Lance getting back to his prior form, but. That's a hell of a one, two, three. You got to feel good if you're the Astros going to the postseason if all those guys are back. So let's talk about this team. Uh, they they made a big deal out of it last night on the broadcast. Now that they that they won and beat the Twins last night, best start in Astros history through 125 games. Which you look back at the 2017 team and the 2019, all of the teams on that list outside of the 98 team were teams in recent years. You had 2017, 2019. Uh, I think so the order went this team 2022 then 2019 then 2017 1998 which a lot of people will tell you not only was that the best team the best Astros team ever is the best team in baseball period that year and they should have won uh, and then I think 2020 was on that list it but this 2022 team now has the best start through 125 games is the 2022 Houston Astros the best Houston Astros team of all time no I think the 2019. Uh, team is probably the best, but I think I think this team is just as a whole underappreciated and undervalued in the sense of there's not a George Springer, there's not a Carlos Correa, there's not a Garrett Cole. All these guys have left, Morton, Keiko, everyone, right? And we just rebuild and reload. And it's not sexy names, but they get the job done and they go to work. And I think it'd be really uh poetic if this team does finish the job they do win the world series because it's it's a team of people not being talked about uh yeah Bragg Bragg has talked about Altuve's talked about Berlin's talked about but all the other guys are not you have Jordan Alvarez who is having a career year after a month and a half slump and he's still OPS over a thousand you know 30 plus home runs Kyle Tucker's a, a budding superstar that doesn't get his roses like you have a pitching staff outside of Verlander that's dominant and deep and the bullpen is full of no-name guys that were outcasts from other teams and they're they're coming together like and there's not a possibility or there's not a timeline in the multiverse that what happens if this team gets hot in october offensively oh man one through nine 
what happens? What happens if this team just comes together offensively and they start blowing teams out in October? Because they haven't done it like years past teams, like the 19 team did or the 17 team did. What happened? They did get hot for three weeks. That's not out of the room of possibilities. It's baseball. Yeah. What happens then? It's a great point. Um, thoughts on Correa's return? Or, you know, it, it was a big deal. It was, I'm glad that they that they showed him love. There were questions about whether he would be booed or welcomed back. And I think there was no doubt in my mind that he wouldn't be welcomed back with open arms. But a big deal for him and for the franchise and for the players. Uh, your thoughts all around on him coming back? Yeah, it was a cool moment. Uh, look, I'm always going to be thankful for him when he were just uh, a startup out of my guest bedroom. Like he was, he was the only Astro that like reached out to us and put us on the map. So I have a special place in my heart for Carlos Correa and everything he did for us at Apollo. But uh, all the moments I did, I did a blog and I just kept like, just kept going and going and going because there's so many October moments with Carlos Correa and so many of this theatrical from the point to the ear to you know, mm. put, throwing the hat, uh, the helmet up, like, that's one of a kind. And get a guy 1-1 one, one, um, as well is huge. But I think it was a cool moment. I, obviously, uh, I cheered when he struck out, but, like, I also gave him a standing ovation. Like, that's yeah. just the game. And yeah. I'm always going to be happy for him and his family. Go get the bag. Like, yeah, it wasn't with us, but go get it. And he got us a ring. Like, I'm happy. So uh, it, was a, it was a cool night, cool moment. And I'm glad we hopefully sweep him. But. It was a it was a good baseball moment in Houston. I agree, and there there are some guys. Not everybody can get away with that, but a, a guy like Carlos Correa, who you know proved his medal and his worth more so in his last season here than maybe any other season. There were the questions about the injuries earlier in his career, and what would he be able to do if healthy? And you know, like you said, he won a World Series and when this team and they talked about it last uh, the last couple of nights too. when this team needed somebody to step up when you had guys shrinking in front of the media uh, like Bregman, who you didn't think that would happen to or Altuve. Uh, Correa was the one guy and, along with Dusty. And that was I mean, that was super important, not just for this franchise, but for the fan base. You know, we all saw that we all as fans, we all saw what he did and what he meant. So. Uh, it's it's cool, and I'm glad that that he was welcomed with open arms. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about. I, I had this injury question, but I, I want to hold off on that. Let's get to um, the other question that I have for you. What is the more compelling home run race right now in baseball? Is it Aaron Judge or is it Albert Pujols? It's got to be Pujols, right? Like 700s right there. Um, Granted, Aaron, what Aaron Judge is doing, he bet on himself, and he's going to get paid handsomely. And the Yankees are going to have to overpay if they want to keep him, right? Yeah. But what Pujols is doing, and I don't know if this is Stockholm Syndrome, because I just hated the Cardinals and Albert Pujols growing up for all the things, but I'm, I'm enjoying this as a baseball fan. Like, I'm enjoying seeing, like, the alerts, like, he did it again. And, like... To have Albert do that and try to chase down 700 is awesome. I hope he's sitting on like on 689 with two days to go because every at bat's going to be like, you know, must watch. Yeah. And um, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm generally excited. He turned around the fastball the other night. I think it was like at his face, 96 miles an hour, and put in the seats. I was like, this is it. He's emptying the tank. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, you're right. What Judge is doing is, and he, he was on a historic pace, and he's, he cooled off a little bit, but he's gotten hot again. But the same thing with Pujols, it kind of 
felt like it popped up out of nowhere where it was like, oh, um, he may be able to do some things here. And then he hits two in one game and you're like, oh, oh, snap. This is this could this could really happen. And so now it's kind of become uh, must watch television, at least when he's at the plate. I, I hope he does it, too. And I I was not a Pujols fan on the field. Like you said, it was uh, it was traumatic watching him not just steal the soul from Brad Lidge, but Astros fans in general. And every time he seemed to come to the plate, it was a big moment and he came through and it was disgusting and you hated to see it between the lines. But from everything I've heard about the dude off the field, he's a great dude. And so, you you know, now that he's really not a threat to the Astros, eh, it'd be cool to see. Yeah. You know? I, I did uh, I did hear one thing during spring training that it was, the Astros were playing the Cardinals up in Point St. Lucie. I think that's where the Cardinals are at. And St. Lucie or Jupiter, somewhere over there. And Pools took time from his day and his routine to go – talk to the younger batters of the Astros. Nice. And they just sat there and talked for hours. And it was a game where a lot of the starters weren't playing, a lot of the other guys were. And he was talking to all the Astros starters, all the younger guys, and just talking about hitting. Like, who does that? Yeah. You're, you're, you're a first-bout Hall of Famer. You're about to shatter all these records, regardless of the year you have. But you took time out of your day on your last season in spring training just to talk with an opposing team. That's awesome. Really Very, cool. Very cool. Very uh, cool. One more MLB general question for you, and and then I'll I'll cut you loose because I know we're contractually obligated to keep it at fifteen minutes. I'm just kidding. Dez, don't give a shit, y'all. I just I try to respect the man's time. Um, but we had a question when I, I said you were coming on the show. Philip Barnard, heartthrob official in the chat, wanted to know your thoughts on the schedule change for 2023, where every team has to play every team. You're gonna see every team. You know, kind of NBA rules, right? Where look, everybody in the NBA plays each other at least once. So there's going to be one series against every team in baseball. So that means less division games, possibly. It means less in, intra-league games. Um, what are your thoughts on this, the changes coming for 2023 in Major League Baseball scheduling? I love it. I like it. As a fan, as a baseball fanatic, uh, I like playing every team. At least we're gonna, in, the, in a two-year time, we see every team at Minute Maid Park at least once. Uh, traveling wise to go to games for content. I, I would have loved that. Like you can go to places you didn't think you were going to go. And uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. I, I also think it keeps the, the guys sharp as well because now the division games are a little bit weighted more um, mm. that, that, you know, you're not the games against Oakland in the middle of the dog days are going to mean a little bit, not when, you know, there's 2000 people in the stands, but it's, it's just going to make the sport better. I think it's going to capture more fans. You're going to capture hopefully a younger crowd. And um, I think it's going to be good for baseball. I'm sure they're going to implement something that is going to screw it all up, but uh, baseball can't get out of their own damn way. But as of now, I I, I like it. I I agree. Uh, You know, the more exposure you can get to other teams and, you know, some that you maybe don't see, but once every four or five years, if that becomes a thing now where you're going to see them every other year in your ballpark and they're going to see you. Yeah. What's, what's not to like about that. Now I know like shock was in chat earlier and he didn't like the idea and he doesn't even like interleague play. Look, the, the there's, I'm a baseball purist and traditionalist in a lot of ways, but I also know that this game has got to be innovative and it's got to be evolving because right now baseball feels old and it always has felt old. And you better start capturing some younger fans uh, if you want to stay relevant. That's the name of the game. The NBA does a great job of it. Football 
seems to have a monopoly and it's more rooted in tradition than anything. But baseball, baseball's got to step up, man. Baseball's got some issues. So I, I, I'm glad they're being innovative. 100%. I think also by 2024, the Astros going to break the record for their having being booed in every league. <laughs> you're going to have teams you haven't played yet that their fans are just going to go for the low hanging fruit, right? And boo the Astros and bank trash. So I think that's a really cool. Like, we'll be, uh, I guess, in Miami or, you know, in <laughs> PNC Park getting booed for some reason, but that's, no that's going to be fun. That's my favorite part is these dumbass fans that boo guys that weren't even on the team. They were still in the minors. It's yeah. just like you stupid. Kyle Tucker really... was in seventh grade geometry in yeah. 2017. You're what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? What are you doing, you stupid ass? Yeah. I love it. It's hilarious. But that's that's fans. You can't tell them what to do. Hey, Daz, this was great, man. Uh, what do you guys got coming up uh, this week or, or in the next couple of weeks over at Apollo Media? Yeah, uh, I'll have the content scheduled out by the time we talk next week. Uh, but just follow the socials. If anything pops up, it'll be on there. Uh, other than that, you know, hopefully we can sweep tonight and, and then tackle uh, Baltimore, who's been playing some damn good baseball, too. Yeah, they really have, man. I, a couple weeks ago, I said Baltimore is going to be a problem for folks. I don't know that they necessarily make a wild card, but they're a problem, and they were sellers at the deadline, so that's interesting. Hey, one more question. I I need to I, I want to buy an Apollo Media shirt, but I don't want to just buy yeah. like a the traditional. I just want one with the logo, that little A that you see there in the middle of the screen. Do you guys have stuff like that available? I just want to rock, you know, like a like I want to rep Apollo Media, not. Bregman or what I, I you know a lot of that other stuff. I want to wrap you guys. How how can I find one of those? Yeah, I think we have some at, at the at the store um at apollohou.com or apollohou.store. Uh we used to have some, but if not I'll put I'll put them I'll put them up. Okay. Yeah, I'll I just I want, I want to I want to I want to wrap the A. I don't, you know, I I mean, yeah, I love the H, yeah. but I want to rep the A. That's that's what uh, that's what I want to rep because you know that's important to me. I bought my boy uh, Donnie Houston. He does a great podcast about uh, Southern hip hop and Houston uh, hip hop, and uh, I, you know I try to support my friends. So I want to I want to rep here, and you know if I'm on TV again and all that shit. Uh, yeah, so I got to I got to get me one of those. So send me a link or tell me how, uh, and I want to pay uh, for it. I don't want you to send it to me. I, I don't believe in that bullshit either. I want to buy it so. Thank you. That means a lot. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you a link. Bet. All right, yo, that is Dez from Apollo Media, ApolloHOU.com, at Apollo Dez one on Twitter. Homie, I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, man. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Yeah, I love it, man. I love the game of baseball so much, and to be able to talk to that dude and get his insights. Because he's around these guys all the time. He's in, in, for lack of a better word, he's in the trenches with them. I mean, they've got partnerships that Apollo is working on with some of the players and uh, so it's, it's good to get that insight, especially for a lot of the, um, Houston fans that watch this show and to get his baseball insight. He's got a great baseball mind. Uh, he played college baseball, so, uh, it's good to get his insights on all this stuff. So there you go. Uh, each of these said, I want to leave. As soon as I get the link, I will post it for all of you to go buy an Apollo media shirt. I think it's, uh, I, you know, I, there's that TikTok that goes around where some guys like if your friend owns a restaurant. You don't go, oh, cool, my friend owns a restaurant and he can feed me for free. Like that's, he's your friend. You should you should go to his restaurant and eat to support your friend. And I firmly believe in that. I, I, I truly do believe in that. I don't, you know, if there's like a, a sponsorship or a partnership thing, like, you know, if somebody wants to 
sponsor the show and they're like, well, we'll send you some swag. I'm good with that. I'm good with that because we're repping and we're doing it that way. But but Dez is a friend. I, I admire what he and the guys over at Apollo Media have done, and I want to support that in any way I can. And that includes putting him on this show and exposing him to my audience and, and repping his gear when I'm here or on stage. I'll wear these T-shirts to comedy shows around town and put them in my video. So, yeah, I, I think that's important, man. I think that's super important. Um, especially amongst us who are trying to make something like this, like me and Donnie Houston and Kyle and Josh Beard and Dez and Apollo Media, all of us, we're just, you know, it's that new era of media. Why wouldn't we want to support each other? Why wouldn't we want to, you know, help each other out? I'm that cat. I believe in that uh, wholeheartedly. You know what else I believe in? I believe in freedom i believe in equality i believe in treating people fairly i believe in being safe i believe in being kind i believe in loving each other and i believe in good seafood and if you want the best seafood in the city of houston and and surrounding areas i'm calling out this should be like uh like when they would have uh, concerts. I used to listen to 97.9 in the box. They'd be like, Mo City, Sugar Land, Katie, Bel Air. I don't know. Uh, Sealy. It goes down Saturday night. Listen, I'm calling all areas. Galveston, Hockley, Sealy, uh, Baytown. Hey, Cooper, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you, Coop. Uh, much love, man. Uh, speaking of much love, if you want the best seafood and you're in the area and you're within driving distance, folks, you cannot go wrong by eating at Dan Seafood and Wings. They, they've got great seafood, and I talk a lot about their seafood and their shrimp and the things you see on here. But let me just pause for the cause for one moment and let you guys know that it is Dan's seafood, but it is also Dan's seafood and wings, and those wings are absolutely delicious. Now, my boy Amos met me out here for, oh, when was it? It was, I forget what we were headed to do, um, but it was myself, Amos, my mom, and D-Mata. We all met up at Dan's one day, and Amos got the wings, and he's like, yo, those wings were delicious. The wings are crispy. They're good. They're really actually good wings. And they are. And I'll tell you, I'll share another story with you. My, my boy, J-Ro, uh, my barber, he said one day his kid wanted wings, his son, and they were like, you know what? Our wing store, our wing joint closed down. Let's go try Dan's. So they went to Dan's and they they had the wings. They thought they were going to get seafood, but his, but the son wanted wings. And so that's what they did. And They were like, we got a new wing place now. Like, it's legitimately our place shut down. This is where we go for our wings. So, folks, don't be fooled by just the fact that I really hype up the seafood and the boiled spicy shrimp because it is amazing. But Dan's Seafood and Wings, the and wings are delish. And so, if you're looking for wings, try a different alternative. Don't go with the same old same. You know you had those. Give, Give Dan's a shot. Uh, follow them on Instagram at eat a dance, follow them online, eat And for the best seafood and wings in the city of Houston, you need to put some Dan's in your mouth. All right. P Dizzle, P Rand Dizzle. Thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. Uh, much appreciate that. Thank you very kindly. I did notice in the chat that P Rand Dizzle is drunk. 
Well, good. There's, uh, ain't no dizzle like a drunk-ass dizzle, because a drunk-ass dizzle don't stop. He said, one day in a not-so-far-away land, old shits and baseball will die. I want to see someone on roids run so fast that time goes backwards. Yeah, I'm with you, Dizzle. I'm with you, buddy. See, Patrick's a guy that understands. He's a small business owner. He gets it. You know, look, there's some there's there's times when, yeah, we do trades for promos, but man, sometimes just buy your friends shit. Go support them. Do your thing. Um, so there you go. All right. Ah, P. Rand Dizzle been drinking since lunch. Nice. Nice. I just want my Dan's back. I know. It's so sad. It's so sad. Oh, Alex likes the wings too. For sure. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's really good. Uh, I believe in the quality of McRib. Oh, my God. Wallace said, whitest shout out ever. What was that? Dan, I don't understand what that means. What is that? I believe in being, I believe in being left a baby at dance. Someone did leave him a, a baby in the, on the line of dance. Hey, Kareem, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the program. Uh, hope it's going good for you. Appreciate you joining the deckhead community. Thanks for following. Hang out. Uh, just if you're new here, which I know Cooper, maybe kind of new, not really. Uh, but Kareem is new follower. Uh, we got a couple other new followers, Joe Thom, Joe Tham, Katara, uh, X Anonymous, and the Calm Scribe. If you're new here, take a look around. Bathrooms are on the right. Soda machines are on the left. Um, please keep your pants on unless instructed otherwise. And enjoy yourself. We have a good time. We, we mess around. Uh, I curse a lot. I try not to. Uh, I'm getting better at it. But, uh, yeah, we uh, eat 2D. Is, is newer here. Uh, but E2D, you've been rocking with me since I was on radio. So you kind of new. New to the program, not new to me. Some of these folks are new to me. They've, they're they like, who is this pasty, chubby, fat-looking, sweaty, super sweaty? Look at the sweat. Oh, my God. Folks, this is ridiculous. First of all, it's super hot in my office. I don't even know if the AC vents are open. I need to do something about this. It's so I'm just gonna turn my fan on. I know it causes a little noise ruckus. But I'm hot, obviously. So there you go. Uh all right. A couple other things I wanted to discuss today. We got the prideful goat stuff out of the way. Um so uh we'll do that tomorrow. I, we've done a lot of sports today. Very sports heavy show. But yesterday was not very sports heavy. So I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. And by the way, I still haven't shook this headache. So I'll be honest. I don't know if there's going to be an hour three today. Oh my God. I can't get rid of it. I'll try. Uh, what I wanted to talk about though was, you guys know, well, up until recently, at least here in Houston, we have been in a massive drought. And it's not just been the Houston area where this show uh, is broadcast from all over. Oh, look, Kareem said uh, McDonald's McRib. Oh boy, as good as any Subway footlong meat. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not a Jared reference. Uh, happy belated Jared, by the way. What? Belated Jared? What? 
I don't know. Happy belated? Was it Jared's birthday? Interesting. I don't know what that means. Uh, Kareem said, is that a compliment? Or Mark said, Kareem, is that a compliment? I'm a Subway fan, so I'll take it as such. Third hour live from the couch, co-starring a cold compress over the eyes. 23rd, he got his cake iced. Oh, I didn't know that. How do you know that's his birthday? Interesting. All right. We'll see about hour three. I'm 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 50-50 right now. Uh, now, I do want to talk about the drought because we have had a lot of, of drought in the area and in Texas, but it's really been all over the world. And I, I bring that up because there has been a lot of things that have been popping up around the world. Cream said, Joel Blank told me. Ah, the old Joelster. How is Joseph? I miss Joseph. We talk occasionally. Good old Joseph. Uh, FJ said, have a coffee berry. Maybe I'm, I mean, I've had a couple already. Put some cinnamon in your coffee? No. Heavy dose of pollen yesterday. That's what it was. That's what it was. I cannot shake it. I cannot. Bro, they found German warships in a river in Serbia. Oh, well, thanks for spoiling that fucking article that I had planned for it, Mark, you raggedy bitch. Mark is out here just, hey, by the way, we landed on the moon and... Fuck, man. I had so many articles. Well, now we'll start with that one because this asshole Mark just out here stealing my goddamn thunder, Mark. Raggedy bitch. Uh, here's some, this was on CNN, but uh, the is it the Danube? How do you pronounce it? Danube? Danube? Uh, the Danube River reveals explosive laden World War II Nazi ships. And it says that basically uh, this hole has dried out so much. Oh, let me fix this. Hold on. Oh, you know what? I need to, I need to, hold on. I, oh, not the whole thing, you raggedy hoe. What are you doing? Yeah, here's all the articles I had for it. Mark. Now that looks better. Oh, no, that doesn't look better. What is happening to my show? There we go. Uh, so, like, this river is drying out, and because of that, these warships are showing up. Old German warships. Not like, oh, I worship at the church. Like, war, space, ships, boats. And they got explosives on them still. And they had, like, uh, a video, which I'm not going to run the audio of it, but... Um, yeah, they had, and it's probably not working, uh, but they, they like showed the ships out there. It's crazy. That's insane. That's how, so like all of this shit was just sitting under the river and that's how low the river, by the way, no one's ever hit the damn the warships. Nobody's ever just rolled by and accidentally. It says that uh, some of the hulks have narrowed to the navigate, navigable section on this stretch of the Danube to just 100 meters, which is 330 feet. This is a big-ass river. 
Yeah, Shelby said archaeologists and paleontologists are having a time. They really are. There's there's much more to it. So there's one of the ships they found. I, I had a whole bunch of links here. Uh, the receding waters in China have revealed ancient Buddhist statues that weren't out. They're like, what? Yeah, look at that. Like, that was underwater. A once-submerged Buddhist statue sits on top of uh, Foliang Island Reef. That's crazy. This is insane. Like, that shit was all underwater. And now here it is. I just, to me, I don't know why I find this so fascinating. That was another one. They found what are called hunger stones. Get out of here. So this has never been like exposed, right? Like you never saw the water level this low. But basically what happened is that what that reads is it's called the hunger stone. It's one of the oldest hydrological monuments in central Europe. And it basically says, if you could read this, your ass is about to be hungry because you're in a severe drought. So hold on to your butts. It says the so-called hunger stone at Deason. I don't know. Is one of a dozen in Central European rivers engraved to mark their uh, levels during historic droughts and warn future generations of the famine and hardship likely to follow each time they became visible. So the good news is, even though we're having historical droughts, this has happened before. And I know we all want to blame global warming. It's all global warming. It's got to be. But if these stones existed before, this has happened before. These droughts have happened before. Now, is global warming a real thing? Yeah, 100%. But also we've seen these droughts. I mean, look at that. Look at look at this. That's insane to me. Now, this was also a bridge that they found. Uh, they found stones, they found wrecks. This was a this was a bridge that uh let's see, look, it says due to the heat wave and drought, the remains of the bridge of the Tiber River have emerged near the uh Vittorio Emanuel's bridge in Rome. That's like a famous bridge somewhere. It says in Rome, the receding Tiber has revealed the ruins of a bridge believed to have been built during the first century of the emperor Nero. So he could more easily visit his possessions on the right bank of the river, including his mom. What? That's a possession. That's super weird. Look at this shit. An aerial view of the ghost village appeared from under the Lima river in Spain. Oh, we gotta, we gotta blow that up. That is dope. That is crazy looking. So that was underwater. I mean, you can kind of see where the water line would be normally up here, right? That is fascinating. They need to get down there and get to town, right? Get down there and get to town. Like they need to block that off so they can uh, check it out. But it says the evaporating uh, reservoir is also exposed. Aqueous. Queer quinis, queer Okay. Oh, there's those allergies. That's what it is. A Roman fort built between AD 69. I like. And AD 79, but abandoned in about AD 120. Site vanished beneath the water in 1949, but it's full two and a half, uh, 5.9 acres are now revealed. I guess they already studied then if it disappeared. <laughs> Pretty crazy, man. The foundation walls of the village of Barrack at the bank of the Eaters. I think it's just 
uh, crazy me trying to pronounce these goddamn names. I don't understand. Why do they have to be so difficult? Look at this. That was all underwater. It's pretty dope. I don't know why this fascinates me so much, but it really does. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting to me that all this stuff is starting to appear. But wait, there's more. Uh, we did that. Oh, we got the bridge. Yeah, that was the same one. So there's the bridge. The Yeah, there's another shot of the bridge. And then this one might be the scariest. Five sets of human remains have been found in Lake Mead. Lake Mead has been drying up, and they have found five. Not one, not two, not three, not four, nay. They have found five sets of remains of people. Now, there's a boat that was obviously didn't do well. Didn't It didn't boat like it was supposed to boat. They didn't find Jimmy Hoffa, but they are testing DJ Matty. I don't know if it's Jimmy Hoffa, but they are testing to see if it is. That's true. That's true. Um, officials said that the water levels are so depleted they could soon reach Deadpool status in which the water is too low to flow downstream to the Hoover Dam according to the U.S. Bureau minimum water surface level needed to generate power at the dam is 1,050 feet scary May 7 human skeletal remains were found near uh, the lake's Colville Bay it says the discovery came a week after the decayed body of a man was found stuffed in a steel barrel near the reservoir uh, Hemingway Fishing Pier, over 20 miles from Calville. On July 25th and August 6th, human remains were also discovered at Swim Beach. So the crazy thing is they think some of these bodies that they're finding might actually be mob hits. They might actually be mobster related. They don't know, which is why the Hoffa thing came up. Uh, it says a firearm also was recovered in close proximity to where one of the human remains was found, though it's unclear if it's connected. A journalist discovered the weapon on Wednesday and alerted investigators. Although it's not uncommon to find firearms to be found in the lake, it is too early to determine whether it's connected to the current investigation. Which also, like, if you're the police, you're like, oh, now we got to look into these dead bodies. Ugh. But that's your job. I know, but well, just stop creating workforce drought. Stop it. Uh, dang mob hits cases stay cold. Uh, the remains were discovered at swim beach. Okay. I think that's it. So that's the, but that's, uh, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's wild out there in these dry ass. Heck yeah. Hey, Cisco. Cisco just subscribed for six months. Renewed it. I uh, said, fuck the death ridge. Oh, homie, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. This damn death ridge got me sweating up in this bitch. Look at these raggedy pit stains, man. I got it. And I have the deodorant. I just got to, it's got to kick in. It takes a while. CSI will figure it out in an hour. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, last drought, they found bodies in Lake Houston as well. <gasps> no shit, Mark. I wasn't aware of that. If it was the mall, I'm surprised it's not more. Well, it depends on where they drop them, I guess, right? The deeper you get into the lake, maybe it's just not dry enough there yet. I don't know. One set, uh, Kareem said, one set of Lake Me human remains IDs as a swimmer who drowned in 2002. Oh, 
I mean, oh, but like, oh, I was kind of hoping for mob stuff. I mean, just because I think it would be kind of cool. Like, oh, shit, it's the mob. Make Maddie a VIP. Was that a thing? Yo! DJ Maddie, you did it, buddy. Thank you for the heads up, Mark. John Dory said, yeah, those are 100% mob hits. 100%. 100%. All right, I got to make DJ Maddie a VIP, and then we're done for the day. So let me uh, let me copy and paste his username over here. Uh, congratulations, Home Slice. Rolls Manager, add new, paste the name. Grab it, smack it up, flip Heck it, yeah. rub it down. Montezuma's Revenge. No, Moctezuma 99. Thank you for the sub. I just made you like a... That's totally not the right thing. Uh, DJ Maddie, buddy, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the stream. Thank you for hanging out so long that I got to make you a VIP. And Mark, thank you for the gifted sub to Moctezuma 99. If that is their real name... out of here. Jared, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. All right. 9-7 confirmed B. Okay. What time are we doing that, Rob? I mean, I have it on my sketch. Yeah, but I, I thought it was in the morning. So before or after? I don't remember. Send me a time, please. Actually, send me a whole ass in would you, pal? Hey, thank you to all the subs right there you see on your screen. Moctezuma, Queen B, Spice, Christy, Sean, Rob, Ray, and I missed one, but they'll circle back. Thank you guys for the cheers. Deanna, thank you for the 45 bits, buddy. Uh, Cisco, thank you for the sub. That was good. Uh, thank you for... Oh, Shelbsters, I just saw you, damn it. What's up, girl? Uh, thank you for the new followers, or to the new followers, Cooper, Kareem, and I missed one. Damn it, I read slow. Thank you, though. Uh, yeah, Jotham. Jotham. Third hour, Joel says. Third hour. Jen says text. Oh, yeah, I, Jen, I totally didn't do the fantasy. Uh, but we're going to... We'll just do it tomorrow. We'll just have to. I'll do it in a third hour for sure. If we do a whole hour. I may just do a half. I mean, I don't feel good. Um, but if, for sure, if I don't do a third hour, we'll do it tomorrow. I just... Getting all the shit put back together, I couldn't make this live. I, I, I know, Jen, and I'll post it on the Discord too, or you should post it on the Discord. Uh, by the way, if you guys do want to join our fantasy, email Jen at barryondeck.com, but you got to be at a Patreon member. But it's not too late, is it? No, it is too late. We need alternates, but it's too late. All the leagues are full. Never mind. Fuck me. All right. Screw that all up. Jen's like, how long on the phone? Yeah, the leagues are full. That's what you guys need to know right now. And, 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 I have the leagues set up for you. I will just message you guys. Four, three, eight, six, I don't know what this means. All right. Hey, uh, I love you guys. Thank you. I'll see you in the third hour. For those of you that are members of Patreon, for those of you that aren't, uh, I will see you tomorrow morning. Don't forget, we go live at 11 a.m. on Friday. 11 a.m. on Friday. Um, I'm trying to find somebody to raid. Dirk Chocolate is talking F1. Or he's doing F1 manager. I don't know what that is. Solid. I don't know what that is either. Let me.
Let's go. Uh uh-uh. uh. Run that shit again, Altro. Um let's find a good raid partner. I want to raid somebody, but I want to raid somebody uh that we've never raided before. That is fucking sports in some way, shape, or form. Chris, I swear to God, you have got to stop with this whole free Reyes self-promotion. Jerk-ass jerk. guys want to talk to Sledge? He's talking AEW reviews, old school TNA. Yeah. Oh, there's some dude with a sweaty armpits. Sean Salisbury's on the phone with somebody. Um, boy, there's, the, you know what? Finding a raid is so hard. Why is this so hard? Why? Why is this so hard? talking wrestling we don't give a shit uh birthday week all things pro wrestling how many of y'all like wrestling we have a lot of wrestling fans raid emma lane you don't get to pick who we raid it costs you channel points to do that truck driver bookie if you want to use your channel points you raggedy bitch use it but like reyes just wants to yell out who we're raiding i'll turn this show i'll turn this whole bus around and show Here we go. Talk wrestling. Don't talk wrestling. I don't give a shit. Say hi. Be nice. Follow. Be cool. Show them how awesome our community is. And here we go. Don't be dicks. Make me look bad. Uh... Train bear in the hot tub. I hate you, E2D. I used all my points on timing out Ivan. Well, that was your fault. Bye. Here's the raid. Love you. Daddy's making a YouTube video.